Welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette. Featuring sysadmin expert Don Pizzette, DevOps engineer Justin Dennison, security specialist Daniel Lowry, and Peter. Hello and welcome to the all-new Technado with Don Pazette. And as you can see, for those of you watching on the video on, on YouTube here, we have a, a brand new set. It's beautiful. For those of you that can't see it, it's lovely. Yeah. You should <laughs> describe it for them. Uh, there's foam. <laughs> and there's uh, a table. There's, yeah. It's made out of it, solid gold. And a TV. Yeah. 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 Who's that you killed behind you? It's like a Trump toilet. <laughs> I like how or they a Saddam the, Hussein toilet. Yeah. yeah. I like how they worked the crushed spotted owl eggs into the floor. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a good design. It really yeah. makes it pop. It was really hard to find uh, bald eagle eggs. Yeah. 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 And, and for our regular listeners, you're hearing a new voice as well. Uh, that's Daniel Lowry. Daniel, how are you doing? How are you doing? Why are you asking so many questions? All right. <laughs> I guess when, when you specialize in security, you need to keep that information close to your chest, right? right? And I'm not Daniel. That's true. Yeah. You're going to reverse Daniel Bowery. And we also have our special guest uh, for this week, Anthony Sequeira. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Anthony, uh, why don't we take a minute to get to know you, your, your IT Pro TV's newest uh, edutainer here, um, but that's not the first thing you've done in your life. Um, thankfully, so let's uh, let's kick things off with our first new segment here, the rapid fire questions. Who do you work for? What's new? Who are you? What's happening? What's wrong with you? And those aren't the questions. Uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Who is your daddy? And what does he do? It's <laughs> not a tumor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So our first question for you: uh, When did you know technology was your passion? Uh, that was the Radio Shack color computer. Yes. Is that a Tandy? Yep. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Tan the Tandy Coco. The Tandy yeah. Coco, yeah. Uh, wrote my first app, which was a lottery quick pick. And Justin, you'll love this. It returned six zeros. And I remember my father going, I don't think this is for you, kid. <laughs> uh, but then I did some debugging. He seems supportive. Yeah. And it was uh, 4, 5, 11, 12, 21, 31. I want to know how... The like, winning numbers. He, he should have been impressed because of the fact that you were chained to a radiator while you programmed that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but what's your favorite topic to teach? Uh, 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 Cisco. <laughs> wow. No. Uh, and you really yeah. elaborated. That. Well, no, it's... it's uh, and I why? I love yeah. cloud as well. So I've been teaching, uh, you know, Cisco AWS cloud. and Google Cloud platform coming soon from oh. IT Pro TV from yours truly. Don't For some that. reason, I thought you were a meteorologist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is Cumulo? it like Nimbus? Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, it, this isn't one of our five questions, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm ruining the whole segment already, but we, we talk a lot about AWS because it's really popular. Azure has been eating up a lot of market share. Google is a much smaller percentage. So, like, what, what drew you to that? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's more about microservices and, and topics that are nichier as opposed to, hey, store everything here and, you know, quickly spin up a VM. So I think it's going to be a little more technical. So when you mention nichier, I think like nihilism. Thus spake the swathra. Nothing matters. We are but speck of dust. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me get us back online with our actual five questions. Uh, what was your worst IT nightmare? Yeah. So that was... Uh, that was replacing a network infrastructure, and it was at a nudist resort. 
And what I didn't realize is you all the employees naked. were naked. So <laughs> I was working on the physical layer, running some cable. Yeah, you were. And <laughs> yeah. As I described it to my wife later that night, I was like, yeah, everyone was nude. And Some guy was like, standing over here with the, his finger in his belly button. He's going, yeah, <laughs> get that In cable. the office. And uh, so I'm describing it to her, and I, and I don't know my daughter is in the next room listening. <laughs> she was about five, I think, at the time. And I said, yeah, honey, I'm down there plugging in the Ethernet, and I look up, and there's this big disco bush. And my <laughs> wife freezes in terror. And I realize my daughter's in the next room, and she goes, Dad? Did they have disco balls? <laughs> and I'm like, she has no idea how funny that is. For for some reason, I just I just imagine like glitter everywhere. <laughs> Maybe that's off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'll ask. This is a very serious and important question. We know you as good Zach around here. So, uh, what's important? is what is your favorite food now if it was bad zach we would know it is dead man's toes <laughs> oh. wow. but since you're good zach i expect a better well, retort i made the mistake of sharing this with the edutainers but uh it's any food that doesn't touch i do not like my food to touch so i just got through thanksgiving which is a nightmare holiday for me so i'm guessing you drink black coffee yeah black coffee yep no food mm. touching what, what about a milkshake uh yeah i'll make a exception there mm. But uh, my what about know, the ingredients? With, can what about a pizza? Uh, the, a pot pie is the most repulsive food to me. What if it has and, a scoop of ice cream on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you would love prison. Do you have the trays that have that? <laughs> uh, Nate here walked up to me at bre- in the breakfast line. He's like, "Our trays don't have the dividers, Anthony. You're going to be okay <laughs> with right. get more than one plate." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, also important. Uh, what's your problem? <laughs> like seriously, uh, what's your problem, man? Claustrophobia. Yeah, that's my my big <laughs> and touching food. <laughs> touching food. He's inside a box, food everywhere, just making contact. <laughs> like eat it, boy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a bigger. Wait problem a minute, is that an extension of the food thing? Yeah. Like he's like that's no, what my, my my he's my chained to a radiator inside of a box with food touching. It's yeah, one big systemic. Yeah, so Halloween. I think I've already ruined our first ep yeah, of the yeah. new year, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, first episode in... Sorry, Don. We, we have a very high bar for <laughs> yeah. the quality of the podcast. And a very low bar, because as you said, this this will be the best and the worst All in our time. new studio. Yeah, this will be the one Technado episode I don't watch. I'm a huge fan of the show, and I'm not watching this one. <laughs> well, you won't be alone. <laughs> <laughs> Those crickets are. I'm loving the to watch this that I have now. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, now that we know you're an expert, <laughs> uh, we should go ahead and uh, and take a look at the news from the past week. And we've got news going back a little bit because we we're into the new year now. So we were we were off for a little bit. So uh, we've got a, a bunch of good stories to choose from. Uh, first one is coming from Engadget. Apple will start enforcing its Mac app security policy in February. Apps will run otherwise, but you'll need to jump through hoops first, which for me begs the question, what? so they've got this policy that just haven't been enforcing? Is yeah, it, yeah, that's basically it. So it, it's a little change. Um, you know, in the, in the world of uh, iPads and iPhones and Android devices, people have kind of gotten used to the idea of getting your apps from an app store, right? Just go in the app store, you download it. And those are... are checked in theory at least by Apple or Google or whatever to make sure they don't have viruses, that they're digitally signed, they haven't been modified. 
But in the past, you know, we could sideload app. You just go and download uh, an app and install it. If you're running Windows or Mac OS, you download and install from wherever you want. Well, they announced a change that was supposed to go live with Catalina, and they delayed it, where if you downloaded an app from somewhere other than the App Store, it had to be notarized. And I don't mean like, you know, you go down to the uh, courthouse and they stamp it, but you basically have to sign up for a developer account from Apple so you could digitally sign your app. And if it was digitally signed, you could run it and you'd see information about who wrote the app and then people would choose whether they want it to run or not. If it's not notarized, after February, a big warning is going to pop up warning people, hey, this is not a notarized app. You cannot trust it. And so people would then have to basically say, no, I'll take the risk to open it. So for developers, that's kind of a big deal. They've got to get out there and notarize their apps. It's supposed to help stop malware, right? Uh, ransomware, things like that, that if somebody goes and runs some ransomware, it's not going to be notarized and they won't run it. But I, I think we all know that that's not going to work, that people will run stuff no matter what warning comes up. Correct me if I'm wrong, Apple developer accounts cost money. Yeah, but they're cheap, right? Fifty or hundred bucks. bucks a year. Yeah, yeah, hundred bucks a year. But then I have to submit it, or do I just get like a, a signing key from them? You get a signing key. It goes into Xcode, and whenever you compile, it just signs it automatically. So it's not that big of a deal to do it. And in theory, I mean, no ransomware author would ever spend a hundred bucks to uh, you know get an Apple account and sign their crap. But well, you can use all the uh, <laughs> iTunes gift cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Did yeah. you create the account with those cards? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what. Uh, That's why they've of... been getting. The, they knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, all the ransomware people are just Apple employees. Yeah, yeah. working in the sweatshop, <laughs> <laughs> coding ransomware in the meantime right. in the background. Get all right, paid so in cigarettes. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper. What are we looking at here? February third is when uh, it is going to start seeing yeah. the warnings. Yep. So, so is there a limitation on uh, which macOS version this will apply to, or will this be silently updated to all of them? So this was introduced in Catalina specifically, or actually, hang on, it was introduced in Mojave ten point fourteen point five. So if you're running something older than ten point fourteen point five, it's not going to even notice, right? But if you've already updated the newest stuff, if you're running Catalina, that's where you'll start to see those warnings. This seems very effective. Oh, good. I won't see the warning. <laughs> you, bro, you, what you, are, you, you still what have are you an upgrade. Look, I haven't upgraded because there, there was a reason for a while. First of all, Don was telling me He's not trying to upgrade for a long time. Right this this device ago. is not compliant. Don, Don was saying, oh, don't, don't upgrade because you won't be able to use your second monitor yet with the docking station. Bro, that was that. legitimately two years ago. <laughs> and, and was it fixed? <laughs> I don't know. My dock quit working anyway. Okay. <laughs> The so I should just, yeah, yeah. So I just I just plug cords in, and then I'm like, "Hey, Ronnie, can you tell me what's on that monitor?" Because I had to plug yours in. So Don, should I upgrade now? It wouldn't be a bad idea. I yep. should go ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah, because you won't get that warning if it's not signed from the yeah, ransomware. Gotta, yeah, I know. I don't have to get click that stupid warning every day. I have to click this thing that says, "Would you like to install security updates?" I'm like, no, no. Uh, Daniel's dying a little uh, bit. It's funny because I just think of like you see people and they, they get a warning pop up, and it's either do I want to get to the thing behind the warning or do I just want the warning to go away? So they're just like, yeah, whatever. Get out of my face. Piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the websites that give you the mixed content warnings. You know, some oh, of the yeah. site's insecure. Yeah, whatever. Big deal. Okay, yeah. yeah. I want to see the site, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I'm, I'm curious. It's like a car wreck. Oh, what's insecure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's take a look at our next article, which oh, I can't see because I'm upgrading now. So <laughs> hold on. It says it'll be done in, uh, in 50 minutes. Three days. Good timing. All right, this next one is from Slate.com. The big change coming to just about every website on New Year's Day. Thanks, California. Even I think it's sarcastic. <laughs> um, but but what is this one called? A CC uh, CCP? CCCP? 
<laughs> no, I don't think it's that. <laughs> uh, 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 basically, mm, California's uh, got its own it's GDPR. The Pollet right? Bureau. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than the uh, other one, the ICUP. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. bad one. Uh, so... California did pass a new uh, set of rules for how data is shared uh, from websites, or specifically how data is resold from websites that do reselling. And because of the nature of the internet, if you run a website, this affects you, and it's easier to apply the change to affect everybody than it is to say, let me just check the IP and see if it's from California. And so that's what a lot of websites are doing and making the change roll globally. Now, personally, uh, this went into effect, uh, what was it, a couple of days ago, January right? January 1st, uh, on the first, 2020. Yeah. So it's been in place for about a week now, uh, by the time this episode is filmed, and I've yet to see one of these things. Uh, what should happen is, when you go to a website like Facebook or Twitter or somebody that's reselling your personal information, there should be a button at the bottom of the page or somewhere on the page that tells you you can opt out of having your data resold. And so you kind of have that in your control now. So is this going to be on top, below, or beside the cookies button that pops up on every oh, flipping website? Yeah. Probably underneath it. Yeah, like click, click. Oh, it's behind goodness. it. You yeah. gotta, if you want to get to that, you have to accept the cookies. Now, uh, in, in this article, they do point out that not everybody technically has to be compliant, right? It's yeah. if you make $25 million or some, there's like no, I stipulation. Think you have to be, was it 25 or 50? 25, it says. And, or 50% yeah, of your revenue is, comes, from, is, comes from selling. Yeah, data or data. Yeah. Or if you collect data on more than 50,000 people. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's or or and. It says the it says if you meet any one of these, okay, I think. Well, only apply to businesses that earn $25 million in gross revenue that collect data on more than 50,000 people or for which uh, selling customer or consumer data accounts for more than 50% of revenue. So You have to, you have to zore those. That's ah, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're beneath that, you're totally welcome to sell people's data without telling them. Oh, yeah. California yeah. said it's okay. I, I think this sets a bit of a precedent that if California passes strict rules that now affects effectively the globe, right, any company that's doing business, uh, in a way, it's telling them, hey, California, go ahead and pass more rules like this. And, you know, now we all have to kind of comply. It's bad enough that we have to do this for, like, the EU right now. But now we're having to do it for individual states. Well, it's we have to do that for, like, half of the stuff on that mattress tag is about California. Yeah. You know, this, this mattress causes cancer and it's, it's flammable. Okay. And I'm okay it. with that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. But it's comfortable. So my question <laughs> is. Uh, I don't want it to keep me from burning Real quick, I want to. I want to go out like that. That's yeah. right. I like a warm bed. I, I, I was watching a show last night, and a mob boss got bombed. And went, that's the way I want to go out. I mean, it's quick. It's, it's clean. You're done. There's no like <laughs> yeah. lamenting in a bed somewhere. Yeah, you just turn the key. Uh, yeah, and boom. All so, right. Anthony, how would you like to die? <laughs> <laughs> Not in a chicken pot pie. Uh, in a nudist colony. <laughs> he was burned by the when they did they the have pot pie. pie? In his lap. <laughs> Did you eat at the cafeteria while you were there? <laughs> they probably don't have any hot foods that might Where, splatter. Do we, have, yeah. soup. do we have Kleenex in this? Yeah, what are you even talking about? Uh, they had Kleenex. Into? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised by the amount of bacon that they showed <laughs> during the continental breakfast. Yeah, who was cooking that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd find like a I hate to see the burns. Are you still a nudist if you're wearing just an apron? <laughs> All right, so my question for you, John. I know like with GDPR... Uh, you don't have to have the the website hosted in in the UK. You don't have to to live there or anything. You can be here, but if you're if you have data from UK citizens, you're affected. It, same thing with this, where if you're you don't have to be hosted in California. You don't right. have to be a headquartered company in California. You just have to be doing business with people in what California. It, what it boils down to is if a citizen of the state of California goes to your website and you sell user data, you have to have a method for that. Californian or whatever they call themselves to be able to opt out. 
That that's what it boils down to. So, uh, you what know, if you're it, in a different country? Like, how are they going to? Well, same thing with with GDPR right now. You can right. you can violate that, and and they will find nothing you, they can but, do about I mean, it. They, yeah. Hey, what is the recourse for this? Like, is California going to come and take me to court? Extradition. Yeah. They can find you. Extradition. This is America. <laughs> Extreme rendition. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's various things they could do. They won't. So it's a really difficult thing to enforce, but the possibility of fines like that are going to make companies go ahead and implement it. And somebody's mm. fighting it. Was it Twitter that was fighting it, saying, I don't know, screw you or whatever? I think Cambridge <laughs> Analytica. Had Cambridge Analytica. Our IPO was horrible. We don't have money for this. Uh. There, there's somebody big, though, that's fighting it. I don't remember who. And, and so we'll see what happens when that goes to court the first time. Huh. It's right. Billy's Angel Fire site. <laughs> 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 He's selling knitted socks for cats or something. <laughs> If he has fifty thousand and one screaming in the money cats in his database. <laughs> do cats right. count? Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, cats corporations do. Yeah. Well sure, they're people. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> Thank you, Mitt Romney. Uh, next up the register.co.uk, Don's favorite site. Uh, new year, new critical Cisco patches to install. This time for a dirty dozen of bugs that can be exploited to sidestep auth, inject commands, etc. Uh, data center network manager Bugapalooza. With three <laughs> must-fix flaws. Thanks, Bugapalooza. Is, is that what what you wanted your name to be, Daniel? Bugapalooza. I I died for it, but Cisco beat me to it. You know, Bugapalooza too. They got the hammer. You know, it's a big entity. So hey, so you're a Cisco guy, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> he's covering his logo. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my IT Pro TV pen? Uh, it's in the closet. Yeah, th- this <laughs> was we not a surprise. Answer that question. <laughs> so, yeah. How would how would a nudist wear an IT? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very on their towel. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this did not surprise me. This is network management software from Cisco, and that has been their Achilles heel ever since Cisco works. Just network management Batman. or just software in general? Uh, yeah, network yeah. management software is what I'll pick on. Um, they've struggled in this area for a really long time. And so, yeah, a, a rash of bugs involving one specific product, uh, I think it was Data Center Network Manager, DCNM. I see that, yeah. yeah. So, so you use the word rash. Are you having flashbacks? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is yet another case of hard-coded credentials that are uh, are in the software. And so once somebody figures out the hard-coded credential or, or API key or, or whatever the authentication mechanism is, they can then write exploits to take advantage of that. And all they have to do is be able to get network connectivity to the device, and now they can exploit it. This is like, I mean, there was like one a month of these last year. Cisco had tons of instances with hard-coded credentials. And to kind of piggyback off what Anthony was saying, a big part of that problem is that they outsource a lot of their software development. Not as bad as they used to. They used to outsource all of it, but now they, they do have people on staff that are doing it. It's really it. working for them. Yeah. They should continue doing that. Yeah, and where, where it gets really bad is they'll outsource like version 2.0 to one team, and then when it's time for 2.1, it'll get outsourced to another team, and you end up with all sorts of messes like this, and... In this case, it's just a big heap and pile of it all at once. It's just all passed around it's, on thumb It's drive. a blizzard of CVs. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't a coincidence. Immediately after I closed this article, I had a pop-up for solar winds. So mm. yeah. there you go. So the end of this article says, admins are advised to review, test, and install all of the patches as soon as possible. I mean, can't Cisco... You know, they test, don't test them for me. Yeah, they test them as well as <laughs> yeah. Microsoft and Apple do, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, try this. Yeah, <laughs> once, see if that works. Oh, no, yours, that broke everything. Yours. <laughs> yeah, dang it. Yeah. This is a cup of water. Yeah, just pour it on there. It'll fix it. <laughs> so is this, uh, I mean, we, what did we say, 12? 12, 12, yeah. There's three specifically that are like the high priority ones. Did they just wait in, until, okay, we've got enough, let's do something? Or is this the kind of frequency that we normally see? 
You know, I it guess. just depends, I didn't see. right? Like it, it just happened. Yeah. Like people are finding bugs randomly. You so know, this is news because it's them. twelve. Not not news and, because they right, found something. Right. Yeah, and then it's with, just a lot with responsible disclosure. Some of these could have been detected months ago and are right. just now being publicized. They like say. to keep that stuff on the down low until they got like a fix for it. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> or until someone finally then reports like, it publicly. What do you mean? There's a a bunch of you know easy exploits to Cisco devices. I'll just get on that. Well, we don't got to fix you. Hold on, player. If, if, we yeah. get its own, if we get its own tab on the Shodan yeah. page. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking for Cisco devices? Click here. Would you like to know more? <laughs> Would you like to know more? So you all patched? Yeah, fully patched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it break anything? No. Will it break anything? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, we, we, uh, I don't, we don't have data center network management in the portfolio. No? Yeah. Uh, why are you here? <laughs> Isn't can we get on that? Yeah, you, you need a data center to network manage it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think. I mean, you're doing Google Cloud. I mean, that has that's got a data yeah, center. One yeah, percent. They'll, of the they'll market patch there. that for us. They'll, yeah. All right. Let's let's focus on the good stuff here. All right. Our next article is uh, from Slashdot.org. Uh, Debian project votes System D. Uh, but we support exploring alternatives, which is kind of a confusing headline because there were or headlines there were quotes in there. But basically, there were some options that they could choose from here. And but hold on, before I get to this, I went back and I was looking at the YouTube comments from from some of our past episodes, and people are angry. Oh yeah, with us for the way we've pronounced the name of this Linux distro. And I know that there are two people, right? Who Deborah and Ian? Is that what? Yes. Okay. So is Debian right? Sure, Debian. I kind of almost feel like, you know, like, yes, it was named after that, but it's now its own thing, so can't it evolve? Then? Hey, if that is the emotional controversy that we've stirred up, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, I, I don't call care. I call I know I don't care either. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you care. Well, I, I'm just like, get off my, my, you know, my comment section. I mean, no one's berated you for your CentOS? Okay. Wait, I thought CentOS was right. No, it is. Oh, okay. You're like, Cento, but I think both are acceptable, aren't they? Cento is? Kentos. I don't know. <laughs> the fresh the maker. fresh distro. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? Okay, so uh, they voted on a thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Debian's relationship with System D has kind of been like, uh, I don't know, dating in college, right? And their status has been set to, it's complicated for a while. Uh, they kind of... There's a huge. They division. didn't have Facebook when you were in college. Uh, that's true. We had. Sorry. Actually, we didn't have any of that. Bulletin yeah, board yeah. systems. <laughs> yeah. No, we had a bulletin board. We had yeah, BBSs. With, no, with nightclubs. Uh. <laughs> so, so basically, there's a lot of people that hate System D, and they want to stick with Sysvnit or uh, Upstart or if it one ain't of those broke, others. Don. Uh, that's <laughs> the argument. You know, people make that. Uh, but then there's System D, which is really powerful. Some people love that, and Debian has kind of been hem- hemming and hawing, or Debian, or however the hell you said it. Or whatever. Video. Uh, so Jenkins. they've been hemming and hawing on committing to one way or another. And a lot of people have been pushing for them to be init system agnostic, where they could support more than one. And so they put out a vote, and the there were eight possible things you could vote for. And they ranged from, like, we will just support system D and everybody else can F off, all the way down to, uh, you know, we'll support everybody. Let's do it. Let's support multiple uh, init systems. And so the, the vote happened, and what they decided, the, the one that actually won out was System D, but we support exploring alternatives, which means, like, 
All right. Still complicated. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. We're gonna date, right? We're a thing. But we're not monogamous. We'll no, say we have yeah, an yeah. open relationship. But I, I'm just gonna keep an eye out, just in case. Yeah. Better okay, comes so along. I'm I'm on these dating apps. So they give now. you a hall yeah. pass now. And, and <laughs> I'm I'm learning all these new terms. So I think that is um, ethically ethically non. Uh, Hold on. Non-monogamous? Yeah, and figure so, that out. Yeah, yeah. He's poly- still doing the unethical no, stuff. You mean ethically polyamorous? <laughs> it might be the poly... I think it was eth- ethically non-monogamous. What is... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I had to look these things up. And I'm sure oh, you did. Swipe, swipe so right on it's that. It's just keeping an eye open. And, and it's not saying that they're going to even support other alternatives. It's saying exploring other alternatives. So uh, they're in a monogamous relationship, but they still have Tinder installed on their phone. Yeah, well, uh. you can look. <laughs> what, is that what they yeah. say? You can Just don't swipe. If you don't, don't, here's where you swipe. get your appetite as long as you eat at home, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So upon looking, uh, I was like, alternatives. So I've, I've been doing, you know, um, recently... Linux, it's been Ubuntu and Debian, and it just so happens that these are systemd systems. And I happen upon a website called nosystemd.org, and they're like, it is the devil. You should look at all these alternatives. Um, I didn't realize how many alternatives there are, which makes me concerned that they're like, we may support alternatives. Because all I hear is, that requires more development work, and that's going to lead to additional bugs uh, and just issues. So... You know, the old sysv init, uh, like if you install Slackware, it still uses it. I think uh, Arch Linux still uses it. Uh, You'd boot your system up, and it would just run a series of scripts, and that would initialize everything. And you could look at the scripts. You knew exactly what they were doing. You could modify their behavior. That was the Unix way. Everything was in a file. System D is different. You've got these binaries, right? And you have your, your init targets and all those that you define, which are text files, but they're calling binaries that you don't necessarily have full visibility into. And it's open source. I mean, you can go pull the source code and look, but you can't like quickly and easily modify it. So some people feel it's a very anti-Unix thing. Personally, I, I like it. I think it, uh, it, Have you ever written a system D service? Like the, the little config file where it points oh, to? I've written the config file. Yeah. yeah the, some of those are not. I'm like, what? What? what is this? What, what do I put here? Uh, or if you don't use a full path and your service just keeps crashing, it's fun. I was using a, a Mailinator clone where you could run your own like local Mailinator, and its entire configuration was stored in the systemd file, mm. uh, which pros and cons. Like, yeah. Anytime you modify it, you got to restart the service. That kind of sucked, but it, uh, it was neat. All right, here's what I heard during that entire exchange. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so thank you for clearing that up uh, for us. He, he was really hoping to care. Debian? <laughs> didn't have. Debian. Debian. Go with Debian. Go ahead yeah. and leave it in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, or if not, just uh, yell it at a neighbor. If you use Debian, or if you use Ubuntu, or uh, <laughs> yeah. one of those other ones. Sudo! <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, uh, over at ZDNet.com, Chinese hacker group caught bypassing 2FA. Chinese state-sponsored group APT20 has been busy hacking government entities and managed service providers. How do you get caught hacking uh, 2FA? You just, I mean, that just means they stole their phone, right? They just know that, like, somebody, somebody got in. said, hey, something has changed on my profile, or uh, I've bought something that I didn't buy. How did this happen? I've got 2FA. And... Did, you, did you make it to the end of the article? Yeah, where they they called it the uh, I don't know how to pronounce it uh, Wokow attack, <laughs> and uh, and they like they the the company <laughs> knew they were being attacked, and so the security specialist started pulling up the log files of what was going on, and you see all these URLs where they were using a remote shell, 
And they were issuing commands like, uh, I got it right here, um, who am I, IP config, IP config dash all, which is a Windows command. So I guess they were breaking into a Windows server. Uh, but the command stopped working. And, you know, cause the, yeah. the security firm or whatever had, had stopped their, uh, their access. And so the last command they ran was Wokow, which, uh, basically translated as, as shit in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they were, they were caught in the act of it and that's what they mean. And they had authenticated with credentials for an account that had 2FA turned on and they figured out how they believe it happened. Right, cause they said they, they're not sure how this actually happened. They think this is how it went down. Yeah, and what they found was that the company was using the software tokens for RSA, secure ID tokens, which are, are, are pretty secure. Once you generate that token, it is a piece of software, though, and so it can be copied other places. So RSA actually has a check that if you import a key on a different computer, it knows it's not the same computer and the key won't work. Well, what they found was that the check that happens really just wrote to a single memory address, and they were able to overwrite that and disable the check. So they were then able to... to they had compromised a machine... They got that token key, and then they were able to import that into one of their own machines, and then they could generate 2FA tokens whenever they wanted. So they effectively cloned the 2FA token generator. That's pretty pimp, though. Yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty awesome. The other ways I've heard about getting around 2FA is the fact that people reuse passwords. So once you got a password, yeah, I can't get into this portal because it's got 2FA on it, but there are 16 other portals that you are probably using this username and password combo with. It doesn't have 2FA on. I get past that. I change a phone number, and then once I get updated, contact info, anything with single sign-on. I cringe when I see sites that let you disable 2FA without putting in your 2FA code. Yeah. Mm. And, yes. yeah. I, I that's, love, that's like making a fence this high, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, the new perspective we have with Daniel on here now, you know, security background, because we're like, you know, millions of people hacked and uh, bank records taken. You're like, oh, man, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the way they did that, how yeah. cool is that? Yeah, I mean, those, it's horrible for the people they poor hurt people. and stole their stuff, but... Mm-hmm. The actual I, I attack know. itself is pretty awesome. I wouldn't say horrible. That's the thing about unless like, you're like destitute and all the money you had in the world is now gone. Well, no, even then, like uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> screw them. <laughs> I mean, have you have you ever had like uh, false charges show up on your credit card? No. Uh, Should have so, had two FA, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've had it happen. I had like some Korean charges show yeah. up on my credit card, and so I spent. Less than 10 minutes right. on the they phone with credit card. They removed it, and that's it. So it's not horrible. That's yeah. why we don't have laws for this stuff, because it's really like the most it's painless crime for yeah. the victim. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> it's not like getting stabbed. Where like, that sucks for a while. No, that it, does suck. Yeah. I, I had to be on the phone for 10 minutes. Yeah. They so bought a knife and stabbed When you said woke cow, all I've been thinking about this whole time is, uh, you know, at the end of Kickboxer, where they're going, not <laughs> suit cow, cow, not uh, suit cow. So I'm trying to figure out what that means in real life, if that means... Means white warrior, uh, does it? <laughs> that's what they said in the movie. Yeah, but that's that's Wokow. <laughs> well, that was Chinese, and then I think he was Vietnamese and uh, ah, that's something. true. Thailand, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. Thailand. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they said a lot of things in that movie. We don't <laughs> usually use that as a factual reference. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, Don. We all know that's how we're all brought up, right? That's Have you right. seen Kickboxer? No, not seen that. Man, you're fired. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and put down the headphones. That was straight <laughs> straight to DVD. I'm thinking. No, 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 no. It was a come huge on. Huge movie. Was Jean Claude Van Damme? It made a ton of money. Yeah. 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 Was he? Yeah, it made him famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Have you seen Bloodsport? Uh, yes. Oh, then you've seen Kickboxer. It's practically the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Except Frank Dukes is a big fat liar, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, none of that shit happened. <laughs> he just made it all up. I was like, I'm a CIA black op, blah, blah, blah. 
No, you're not. Yeah, all those facts are they the kickboxer? Yeah. It's all yeah. lies. Yeah. I well, can kick six hundred miles an hour. You're gonna have a uh, a reading list or a Netflix queue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Sharknado is on. You know, on no, it ain't. We, Get your uh, stuff. I, need to, I need to see that. Where, right. where do we hold those bank boxes? <laughs> Who's calling to, uh, it the Terror Read Marathon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to take a quick uh, a quick break and, and sort Anthony out real quick. Uh, but we will come back. We have more coming up right after this on Technado with Don Pizzette. My name is Dana Morrison. I'm the IT director at Grace Christian School in Raleigh, North Carolina. I work with two technicians, Buddha and Anthony. We cover all grades at the school. We figure that we support approximately 800 end-user devices. My name is Buddha Nepal. I work as an IT support here and AV specialist. I moved into IT department and and on our first meeting, other team members asked me, "Hey." What's your IT background? And I was like, I don't have any. We have this SharePoint project that we're rolling out. So I was able to go to IT Pro TV and um, watch. And by the end of this month, we were actually migrating all our files to SharePoint. I can use IT Pro TV's uh, supervisor portal to check the progress of my technicians so I can see what they're looking at. So when we were doing SharePoint training, I can go in and I can see that Buddha is hitting on that content. I really want to see hands-on how they do things. And if there was an IT Pro TV, I don't know how I would have done that. IT Pro TV has given us the ability to level up our technicians to a point where they can decide, this is important for me to learn and go out and learn. At home, I have Apple TV and there is an app there. And so I actually watch on Apple TV. I, I watch it in my iPad too. Saturday mornings, I still get up early. 6.30, I go grab a cup of coffee, I sit down on the couch, and I typically watch two or three episodes uh, as I just kind of increase my own learning skill set. I would recommend IT Pro TV uh, to any IT team that is looking to extend their knowledge. Uh, it offers a great, easy to access, interactive, entertaining uh, environment. It's just a great tool uh, for any IT professional. Oh, we're back. Hi. That was a lot quicker than I didn't I even have time to crush the glass and get the, uh, get resin, the resin on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the movie. Okay, I didn't know what you were talking about for have a second. Have you yeah. seen I the have. movie? I have. When he puts it on the... On, he does, <laughs> I stole your credit card number and bought some. <laughs> I did the hot shots awesome. version, though. It's just a bunch of caramel and Twizzlers and <laughs> Something you eat at Christmas. <laughs> I, I hope this guy punches me in the mouth. <laughs> Crushed up candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we've got our next segment here uh, to talk about, which uh, hopefully is a is a weekly thing um, that we do here uh, because we have enough stories to support it. But it is who got pwned. Looks like you're about to get pwned. Fatality. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you seen that? Yes, that's uh, <laughs> South Jeez. Park. Uh, yeah, uh, nope. yeah, that, that it's was the Simpsons. I love it when Bart did that that thing with the computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> did you see the new Star Trek? By the way, no. There's a new the, Star Trek. The final Skywalker. Oh, <laughs> the final Sky. Yeah, the one with Lando Cal. No, uh, what is it? Uh, Gandalf Calrissian. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> when John Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Harry does that spell, that's a, a classic. 
Yeah, what is it, Kuna Matata? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Laid all those bugs. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, so normally in this segment, uh, who got pwned? We're going to look at who was pwned in the last week. But uh, since we're in the new year and and really the new decade here, uh, we found a story over at CNET, the 2019 Data Breach Hall of Shame. These were the biggest data breaches of the year. So we've got a, a lot of pwnage. It seemed, it seemed like pretty much every week there was. Uh, it's just, it's fun. Yeah, if you look at they're right up. They tried to pick the best one for, for each, each month, month, but it's pretty rare that a month only has one. They usually have like a, a runner-up or, or whatever. It's ridiculous. And they tallied it all up, which is pretty neat, um, that it was, oh, hell, I lost it in the article, something like 7.9, oh, here it is, 7.9 billion exposed records. Now, that, that's, I believe, more than the Earth's population. I was about to say, yeah, is it that yeah. everyone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they didn't necessarily like deduplicate it. Right, but you know, so somebody's going to have an account on more more than yeah. one of these servers. But it kind of shows that it's pretty much a given at this point that everyone has had their data compromised yeah. at least once. There are uncontacted villages in the yeah. Amazon that have exactly had their data right. breach. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even? Did you buy something at Jamaica New York Post Office? <laughs> no. What? What is a New York <laughs> or a post office? That Aboriginal village had an open S three bucket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had a nickel. <laughs> All right. So do you have uh, favorites from this one, Don? Uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's hard to pick one because two years ago it was easy. We had Equifax, right? That mm-hmm. was the big one. But my favorite is Facebook, who comes yeah. up more than once in Let's here. If you March. do a word count of Facebook, it's it's uh, yeah. Facebook in March, uh, hundreds of millions of Facebook and Instagram users saw less than happy St. Patrick's Day when their credentials were exposed uh, by poor password management. And again in April, April, yep. uh, four, f- uh, 540 million record exposed after leaving. Usernames, IDs, and passwords out in the open on and servers. And they had been storing some Instagram user passwords in plain text. Okay. And you're not you supposed do. to do that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nothing wrong. Just you got to get, get yeah. that site, bro. <laughs> How else am I supposed to verify? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I like this one, too. In April, uh, 12.5 million uh, medical records of pregnant women were exposed. Thanks to a leaky server. They say that can happen when you're pregnant. Yep. Uh, belonging to an Indian government healthcare agency. So I was on the uh, on the phone with our attorneys the other day. We were drafting up uh, part of our Don killed a hooker <laughs> termination <laughs> agreements for everybody on the podcast. Not this time. I was in my trailer was the whole time. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about our our GDPR paperwork. We were yeah. trying to update, and there was a typo in the document that said it was supposed to say that we would provide uh, or we would follow industry best practices with security, whatever, right? But the typo made it say we would we would provide industry best security practices, blah, blah, blah. And so I said, I don't know about industry best. Like, we do a good job, but somebody like Facebook's going to do it better. And, it, and all the attorneys laughed because they were like, well, I don't know. Have you seen what they're doing over there? <laughs> but I always figured if you're a company that is a multi-billion dollar international organization, you'd probably have a pretty good security team. So that's where this stuff is really embarrassing. And that's why they're, they're kind of my favorite on there because you'd think – They'd have this under control. Uh, how many employees do they have? Four. Who? Facebook. <laughs> I think Mark Zuckerberg does yeah. it all, right? Yeah. yeah. Mark, his In wife. In the movie, he did a lot of it. A cousin. <laughs> <laughs> A nephew. It's just him in like he's from the hills. We gonna make this Facebook thing. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> you went with redneck. Yeah. I went with organized crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Uh, Amish mafia, uh, bro. Come on, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, on. Uh, so my favorite one on here. I, I hadn't heard this one before, but meanwhile, uh, two Bay Area school lunch companies heated rivalry <laughs> turned into cyber warfare when one CFO got arrested for hacking the other site and exposing student data. 
That's nice. Ah, FERPA. Get you every time. He yeah. showed him. Yeah, he did. Industrial espionage, yeah. right? That, I guess. That sounds just like a vendetta. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's probably going to be a reality series based on it on Discovery. Like That yeah. sounds like something they do. <laughs> Lunch Wars. <laughs> oh, Movie Pass. That, that, that was a bad one in August. Yeah, they're doing well, right? Yeah, things are really uh, starting to pick up for them. <laughs> I like how they worded the, what was it? I think it was Pick up the March. pieces? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's February. It's like, site owners dub smash, armor games, 500 picks, white pages, and share this. All saw their user status stolen and sold for less than 20,000 in Bitcoin. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> these are like the dustbin hackers. Like, you say 20,000 Bitcoin? Just give me, yeah. No, 20,000 in Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. oh I was like, 20,000 20, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. No, yeah, they'd, they'd be banking. <laughs> and see, that that's kind of the disturbing side of this, is that all the hackers got out of that was $20,000, right? right? Meanwhile, we have GDPR and billions of dollars in expenses trying to you know implement these data protection systems. Yep. With what ultimately they just got twenty grand out of you know this guy bought a Ford Fiesta after he was done. <laughs> but he still got payments. He did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says all of Technado's uh, data was released and uh, sold for seven dollars. <laughs> as Peter is putting it on the dark web right now, <laughs> as many as three listeners had their data compromised. <laughs> Both of Peter's parents. Uh, yeah, and Peter himself. And Peter so, himself. so this is like a perfect time someone started listening just now. And yeah. they're like, my data's been compromised? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right, let me just clarify. No. No. Not that we know of. No, yeah. 2FA to listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. We haven't figured out how to save data yet. Yeah. Not Sukau. Yeah. Not Sukau. Don't have data. To you guys anyway. I believe it's pretty much data. Oh, yeah. To be in. And if it's a single one, it's datum. <laughs> it's datum. Probably yeah. is. No, that's true. Hold it, on. it is. How do you spell that? D A T U. Was it datum? Yeah. Damn near kill them? Yeah. <laughs> datum, that's datum. what I do with my sister. I hardly do it. <laughs> a piece of information. I'm datum. A piece of information, and multiple ones are data. Oh, it's also an assumption or premise from which inferences may be drawn. Hmm. Uh, except that's not right. The more you know. Or a fixed starting point of a scale or operation. Datum. Like the first. Yep. Datum. All right, guys. Well, that was a, a podcast. <laughs> it was. It was. A, I had a blast. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A- Anthony, did, did I was it? made fun of less than I had anticipated, so it's a win for me. I oh, wait a minute. We got a little time. Yeah. Is there a segment? Yeah. yeah. We got some stuff. Let's, let's, put your no pants one, back no on. No one made me eat a pot pie. <laughs> yeah. But you took your pants off. (laughs) Yes, I, yes. I think that's weird that you've been behind that desk without pants the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His previous employers have created unrealistic expectations for a work environment. Yeah, it's disappointing. (laughs) How do you deal with electrical interference with all that exposed cable? (laughs) Yep. I'm not saying a word on that one. (laughs) Did they? mm, Nope. I'm going to keep that one. (laughs) (laughs) Felt like it was across the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you have coming up for us? You've got, you said, Google Cloud? Uh, we, no, we've got uh, Ronnie Wong and I have uh, Encore, the big Cisco NP Enterprise course that everyone's all excited about. It's also the qualification for the CCIE lab exam on that track. So that is a very important show that we've got coming out later this month, or we begin it later this month. All right. Once uh, he and Justin wrap up Cisco DevNet. So you could probably hit that Peanuts Adults, because I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Finish the show you're doing. No, I got that part. It was yeah, all the stuff before that. Please wrap up DevNet. Uh, Take your time. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that me have, or him? I just have some of these buttons that I really wanted to push in this episode, so... Just yeah. getting those out you of the quota. Go ahead and run through This them. is working much better. I saw this beta tested <laughs> oh, in an episode about... Horrible. Yeah, because yeah, you were the only one that could hear it. We were like, yeah. yeah, and That's it was also a big there, delay on the effect. <laughs> well, you know what was sad, too? We had a couple of, of uh, younger people on the production staff, and I'd play a song, and they'd well, what's that? Yeah. What's that from? Like, uh, nobody had any idea what this was? Well, that is from 1938, so you got to cut him some slack. Uh, hold up, Anthony. That's Anthony from Tuesday. That's from? <laughs> All right, where I'm from, that's they, from Tuesday. They didn't recognize the ode to racism? Is that? No, they, I mean, it's the general gotta, lead. It's the Duke's got to run down to Daytona. Yeah. Uh, or just outside of the city limits. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not kidding when I tell you uh, that one County. of the production staff from? did not know what this was. That's Sadness and hate. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> Sadness. I hear that and I reach for the Jurgens lotion and spring loaded Kleenex dispensers. <laughs> wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this episode. Why is all my input today about like genitalia? Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Man. I don't we know. We've been mic. thinking that our own selves. So I don't feel so bad about the joke that I didn't make. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, watch it with them claws there, boy. I don't know what you've been doing with them things. Uh, I'm on glad that I note, got this fan. On that note, we've got a couple of webinars coming up to let you know about. Uh, there you up, watch them. On Thursday, January 16th, we have Are You Ready for DAS? Part 2, uh, Deeper Dive into Windows Virtual Desktop, and that is with Mike Roderick and Wes Bryan. On Thursday, January 16th, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Are You Ready for DAS? Da- so when you said it like that, I wanted to hit the Dixie Horde again. <laughs> Are you ready for Dash? <laughs> that's, on, uh, that's on page four here. All right, say it again. Are you ready for Das? <laughs> well, good. Uh, if you're not, uh, join that webinar. Uh, also, right after that one, the week after, we've got 10 qualities of a Help Desk Pro. What IT pros need to know. Uh, I guess that's all about working in Help Desk uh, or working through Help Desk and getting out of it as well if you want to uh, move on up. Uh, so that's Thursday, January 23rd. your time in IT purgatory. If, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you love your job and you want to be better at it, or if you hate your job and you want to get out of it, same <laughs> webinar. Yeah. Yeah. Same I feel like there's like an appropriate song here. Do we have a moving on up? Mm. Oh, I don't have that. Uh, uh, the closest I have to that is, is that one. Which is not like <laughs> that, that at all. Not, that, is, that was labeled the Beverly Hillbillies. No, that's... Uh, oh, Benny sorry. Hill, that's, yeah. That was on the other screen. That's Benny Hill. Yeah. I'm not Beverly Yakety Hill. Is that what was playing when you were grabbing your jerkins? And- do you want us to be flagged by, by YouTube for every, every copyright yeah. violation? Is that Bob Marley that I hear? Was that was no, Bob uh, Oh, okay. Cops. Uh, what's that? Perfect, perfect circle? Yeah. No. 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 A perfect circle is a major. Oh, right yeah. There. Smooth jazz. You're, you're giving me crap and you're All playing right. like 12 seconds of this song. Also, want to let you know about IT Pro TV subscriptions available now. Head on over to go.itpro.tv. You know, you hit the fade out button. <laughs> Bro, I can't hear you. IT Pro. Go.itpro.tv slash technado. Uh, I've got a 30% off coupon code for you there. Also, a form to fill out if you have a uh, interest in a business account for uh, multiple members, and you can learn about all the fun things that go with that, like a supervisor portal and uh, signing courses. And you get to see Justin's course when it's done, and then you get to watch Anthony's course as it's being filmed. Uh, and then you get to go back and watch it again when it's done. And there's a lot of stuff with Daniel and Don in there as well. Yeah. And I'm in I'm in a couple of courses. You are? I hosted uh, NumPy with you. Yeah. 
didn't understand a word of that. Me uh, either. Ironically, <laughs> uh, one on professionalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, that was horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's check that out. It's all in the uh, the course library. Coupon code Jergens thirty. An additional ten percent for Kleenex ten. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us, and I, I'd like to apologize uh, if there were kids in the car and you're yeah. playing things now. Yeah, we might have to flag this. Yeah, right? you probably yeah. do. Well, I already check off these because you have to check now on YouTube. Is this appropriate for children? I'm just, yeah. Hell no. 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 TVMA. It's not appropriate yeah. for most adults. No. Frankly. So, uh, thank you everybody, and and uh, and congratulations on. On the first episode here in the new set. Great, great work, everyone. And thank you, Anthony, for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And, uh, you know, we might have you back. Who knows? Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. We'll take a vote among the council. Mm. As long as you wear I'll get hands. some counseling. And yeah. Yeah. Come yeah, on. don't come out from behind the desk until we're all gone. But <laughs> yep. uh, thank you, all of you. And thank you, everyone listening at home, for joining us. And we'll see you next week right here on Technado with Don Pizzette.